Hello, my name is Toby. I'm a campaigner for the education of Black history and welcome to my weekly podcast hosted by myself where I'm joined by my friends and my family and we discuss all things Black. I hope you like it. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Talks with Toby. Today I'll be joined by my friend and trailblazer Daniela Fakardanti and I'll be interviewing her today and we'll be talking about racism and politics. If you like this content you can give me a follow on Instagram and on Twitter on at Tobiamamizi and if you were a fan of this episode which I hope you were feel free to share this podcast, leave a review or even DM me with some comments. First of all, thank you so much for joining me today, um, Daniela, on this podcast. If you don't mind, would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners today? Uh, Thank you so much. So my name is Daniela Fakodante. I am a member of the Scottish Youth Parliament. I represent Angus South, which is in Angus and in the Dundee area. Um, I'm currently studying my Bachelor's of Arts in Musical Theatre at the Royal Conservatoire of Scotland. So yes, that's me. I'm also I'm also a proud Ghanaian who is also Scottish. So yes. love it. Black and Scottish represented yes. up in here. Love it, love yes, it. love it. Um I feel like my first the first like question I've got today just to like pick your brain a little is that how did you get into politics? I don't know about you, but every time I look and see like politics today in Scotland all I see is a bunch of white faces and I see people who don't look anything like you that they don't look anything like me and there's an obvious lack of representation so I'm wondering how did you get inspired to to get into politics? I think that's so I grew up in Ghana and I think um, my mom and the people around me were always like aware politically of what was going on in our country mm-hmm. um, and once I moved over to Scotland I was it was a bit different, a different system, but I did more yeah. studies in school. Um, I really enjoyed it. I did National Five and I did higher as well. And um, I, I, I didn't even find, I didn't even know the youth parliament existed. Many people don't know about the youth parliament. Yeah. Many people only know about the parliament in Westminster, um, the mm-hmm. House of Commons, and then they know about the Scottish, um, actual Scottish parliament in Hollywood and Edinburgh. Um, but I um, have a Young Scott card. And on the Young Scott card, they have a website and there's apps and there's rewards and discounts. And so I hopped on the website one time and it just came up that you could run to be a member of Scottish Parliament in Angus. And okay. um, I was like, oh, this is like, I read what the role was about. It was about representing young people's voices. I was an, yeah. S, I was an S5 at the time. Um, this was back in, I think, 2018. So I would be running mm-hmm. in 2019. So like the autumn of 2018, I put forward so basically it was like if you want to um, be an MSYP just send us send an email to this person and say that you're interested I send the email I got a response back um, and went through a series of training of getting information yeah. of finding out sifting through the process and then um, I started my campaign process of like telling people about it telling people informing them and letting people know and growing the profile of the Scottish Youth Parliament and then there were meant to be three people running, but one person dropped out. So okay. what happened was that two, the two of us, there's two MSYPs for every constituency. Okay, so yeah. once the third person drops, you basically win uncontested. So that's okay. basically how I fell into politics here um, in Scotland. <laughs> and for me, I, I, I didn't see it as like falling into politics. I saw it as like falling into like issues and wanting okay, to represent yeah. people's voices and wanting to and give young people a platform and a voice because I think that there's always a bit of um, 
stigma attached to like young people being a bit of a nuisance or yeah, in a space. but I think there's such a real space for young people to positively and amazingly impact the world we walk around in so yeah that's how I fell into politics yeah. and I in terms just, of like yeah. what you said about representation it's true I, yes. I still cannot name a single black <laughs> MSP same I was or, doing research on the day and there's none I, I can't find I know that there is the wonderful Graham Camp Graham Campbell who is the MSYP yeah. who is the local councillor actually for Springburn and Royston um, and I've had the pleasure of meeting him um, but yeah that's the only person that's I can think one. of and that is like that is, that's just a local councillor that's not like not, member of parliament nothing mm-hmm. I'm like I can't think of for, especially for Scotland I can't think of any and that's like serious because <laughs> we make up <laughs> even though we make up one make or two percent of the population that's like a couple hundred thousand people yes it's not and a small amount of people it's not, it's so not at all I think people can get such bogged down in percentages like oh you're only one percent of the percent, population but, so but like no that one percent is a massive figure yeah um, there's still a disproportion there in terms of numbers yeah. yeah and just to backtrack a little you said that you came you weren't born um, here you were born in Ghana when did you come to the UK or so, to Scotland um the story is I was born down in England um, oh, okay. so born down in England stayed there until we were about one or two I have a twin her name is Emma shout out to you sis <laughs> uh, and we were we basically um one or two and then when we were about two years old we moved back to Ghana and spent my entire childhood there so Ghana is like massively where home is for me yeah, um, yeah. grew up in that culture that tradition um did that education system grew up with that family orientation that sense of community that collective um, group and then moved to Scotland when I was 12 so started um secondary school here so yeah 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 and just in terms of like we were talking a bit about representation do you feel like there's a bit of tokenism like how many when you look at, around like the MSYP candidates is it just you or is there other people who are from de- um, underrepresented backgrounds I would definitely say that in terms of SYP the number of one of the things that we that we SYP puts out is the diversity of its MSYPs and 13 mm-hmm. in in comparison to the population 13% of MSYPs identify as BAME um oh, and okay. that, that's a big it's 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 um it's bigger than the percentage relatively relative to um the population but um i would say that there is maybe i don't even think there's up to 10 black MSYPs um and there's oh, okay. 100 there's 160 of us um and then also there's but i think i think as far as a diversity syp is building on that Uh, ms syp is building on that and recognizing that and for me um i've been able to it's it's not even the fact of like whether they are or not it's whether you know them like Mm -hmm. i feel like we just had a sitting on october and i met three whole new black MSYPs who wow. I had no idea <laughs> and I've been an MSYP for the past two years or two about years. um almost coming up on two years for March um so I was like oh I've 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 like I've, I've never met you before um so it's about getting us to work together and connect and actually um yeah. collaborate together I think is what the next step um should be but definitely like more black people do need to run like yeah. more people of color need to run um it's definitely an issue because i think 10 is not enough um yeah, there needs to be like there needs to be more 
Um, if there if there is a world in which there can be 160 white MSYPs, <laughs> then there is a world in which there can be more than 10 black yes. MSYPs as well. Yeah. Um. So diversity is always something that I massively push for at SYP and in the work that I do with them. So yeah. 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 So if any of you guys are young and you're black and you're in school, you better be you better be fooling in Yes. Oh, um. Um. It's, it's honestly, I think it's one of the most. It's it's a challenging thing, but it's also very easy to get into it um we currently aren't yeah. sure when the next the next self elections were meant to be in march but obviously mm-hmm. due to covid we're not yeah. sure local councils are the ones who literally run um the election so we're not sure when that's happening but if you go and follow the syp page at official syp um on twitter or on instagram um it should come up and i think they will put they will definitely put an update when elections are coming around the season or when you can get in touch with your local council to say i want to run um the young scott page is actually quite good at putting stuff up um and my own page as well which is at um msyp daniela f damte daniela Faco damte on um instagram and i will be letting people know because i think the more people we can get to run yeah, that's how you honestly encourage more yeah. diversity so most definitely yes more people yeah. to run yeah 100% I know that you and the youth parliament you've been doing a lot of work in regards to the education of black history even before black history month because I knew like me and you had a conversation a couple months before black history month Mm -hmm. about like what we were trying to do so I just I'm interested to know how 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 that's coming what's the progress been like and what yeah um so yes so the work we I was the the way we work at SYP is that MSYPs get to represent the views of young people and what we can do that through is through most so you can bring mm-hmm. forward motions like a normal parliament that influence the policy and if it passes in conjunction with all the other msyps then we're able to carry it forward and ask the scottish government to act on it and say that look we have a mandate we're democratically elected um yeah. and so we have a mandate from the young people that this is an issue for them and so when this when the whole situation with george Floyd happened mm-hmm. and the protests happened and I was thinking about ways in which I honestly, I felt so helpless. I temporarily forgot yeah. that I was M- M- MSYP until my mom actually and my sister were like, well, what can you do? And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm an MSYP. I can get into motion work. And one of the motions I helped to support was one about um, be incorporating BME education, not just in like history classes, but in the, in the curriculum. Um, in terms of how it's taught and how it's delivered Um, and so that was one of the motions I also did a motion on an opinion motion on Black Lives Matter it's just an opinion motion that states that the parliament believes that Black Lives Matter and that they condemn and they stand against um, institutional, structural and interpersonal racism um, mm-hmm. And then the, the the third motion that I helped to support was about the removal of racist statues, plaques, and street signs. And Ooh, I am super, yes. super excited to say that all those motions passed. Oh, wow. They all well passed. Um, the Black Lives Matter one passed with 96% of the votes. Wow. Um, and the one about BME education also passed. I'm not sure what the percentage was, but I'm sure it was also in the 80s. Um, That's and the, the, the one that was really interesting was the one about the statues, about the removal of racist statues on plaques. Yeah, that passed been, yeah. That passed with 51%. So it was really, really close. Oh, really, okay, really close. Okay, really close. okay. Can we, can we delve a bit into, into that other 50% that we're on? sure so what happened was actually um a percentage um uh 21 i think abstained and then i think 28 percent disagreed okay. that's how we got to 49 and there's a, and there's a conflict. oh yes there was people oh, can you... so the person who opposed my motion said mm-hmm. this is what the, the, the basically the stating of what he was saying was that um you know he he would support this motion but he doesn't support the wording 
because it doesn't say that we would democratically remove the statues because he thinks he inferred that I was we were uh, we was referred to what happened in Bristol that somehow okay. I was referring to violence or um, by forcibly removing these statues and I was like that is how do you if I'm calling on the Scottish government to do something how am I going to ask them to <laughs> to to commit a crime like <laughs> obviously I'm going to do it legally and so yeah. um, there were also people who were like who who didn't see the need um obviously if i can't speak for those who abstained i think abstaining is a tricky yeah. place because they're like oh i don't know where i stand on this or i don't know where my constituents stand on this because we're not just meant to vote on our own views we're meant to vote on everyone's views and for mm-hmm. those who disagreed um i think for them it was like oh this would be you know the simple things like oh this would be erasing history or like um this would maybe incite violence or this is a political sort of thing that i am yeah. trying to you know a, a, like a sort of a leftist um black supremacy view that i'm trying to perpetuate which is absolutely not true and doesn't exist yeah um and so i think people people say you know at the end of the day they're just statues why do they matter nobody cared about these statues until we said they should take them down (laughs) i want i want i wonder where the the keep the statues statues energy is coming from exactly exactly and i think the key point that i made and the person who supported me this was msyp emily harley was that something that actually a friend of mine, Michael Homkalinzi said to me, he said, you can, something can be integral to history without glorifying it. Why are these people oh, put on yeah. pedestals? Why are the, why are these people who have benefited from the trade slave, slave trade and benefited from and grown whole empires and have generational mm-hmm. wealth today, their, their descendants have generational wealth today because yeah. of the labor of black people, because of the plain, the blood, sweat, and tears, the death of black people. Why yeah. are these people up on? Why would we want to keep them? And the people and the people who are like, oh, they're obviously not up there for that. They're up there because they did what other, other good reason? things. And I'm like, what other reason? And, and we said, oh, let's put a statue up of Jimmy Savile. Yeah, he was obviously a, a wonderful, he did so much for broadcasting. Yeah, it's not because he was a pedophile, it's just because he was Jimmy Savile. Like, you know, he he was he was a he was a media icon. Everybody would be everybody would yeah, go his dad yeah. we, we, and people and somebody one MSYP said we don't have his statues of Hitler the, 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 why, yeah. the, why do we have statues of Edward Coulson we, 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 why? No, I don't understand like we don't why do if, we have anybody in Germany like, can you imagine like, and I think it's so important that we and people were like oh like we need to educate people on it and like they they want to it's kind of like statues I think a way people are saying oh can we just keep this tiny wee bit of racism you know, can we, like, we're yeah. not ready to let it all go yet. And I'm like, no, <laughs> you need to stand because I think there's such a massive way if these statues come down, you know, we can put them in a history of, like, there's so much, this this motion is not just like a simple, let's take it down. It's an action motion. So then what I need to now yeah. go and do and what SYP needs to do is reach out to local councils and start to have the dialogue of like, what does this mean? What could they do? Because I think it's such a great way to get local artists, diverse artists, like to create something yes. to replace it. Something that is the best, yeah. something that speaks the nature and the and the tone and the time of that wherever these places are. Um, mm-hmm. And you know what? In Scotland, they men they I think there's about maybe I think there's a list somewhere. And in Scotland, I don't think there's even up to maybe maybe forty complete. Um, and so I think it's and people are like, oh, what about money? What about removing it? And obviously, you know, we're in a pandemic. They're, like families yeah. are struggling we know that the strike crisis mm-hmm. is food poverty but if we if we keep putting it off it's never going to happen will never get something done. is always it's, going yeah. to take a book yeah. is always going to take years to read if you never pick up the book and start reading it racism yeah. is never going to end until we start actively being anti-racist um, yeah. and so it's so important that we 
we we get the dialogue going and we we start saying okay why is it why why are we honoring this person what can we do to replace that does it mean that we put a plaque at the bottom to say this person shouldn't this be up is, there yeah. this person mm-hmm. is like we we celebrate this person for their philanthropy that was because in the one about the one that was pulled down in bristol people were like oh but he did so much for bristol and he he contributed money i'm like where do you think that money came from yeah where do you think like, <laughs> it's, it's like people are not processing oh, it and i think it's so important yeah. um and i'm i i am i'm really excited to get this work going and i know that it's not it's not even a one-year battle this might go into my next term um this yeah. might but I, I i want to get the conversation going um and yeah. i want to get it get it hard here in scotland um and really say like like this is disrespectful to people who are black and scottish um because if you say like oh you're erasing our history i the question i posed back in my um proposal video was whose history is this reflecting because i'm black yeah. and scottish and this does not reflect, my, reflect history. my history yeah um, and so for me that is that is what this is all about. It's about really, it's not just mm-hmm. my voice, but it's about the voices of black young people who we want to, we want them to see that like Scotland cares about them. It's so mm-hmm. easy. Scotland, I think can make you as a black person feel very much like you don't belong here or you're an immigrant or yeah. you're a tourist. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, <laughs> like, like, Oh, you, you're just lost. <laughs> like, yeah. and, um, and I think it's so important that like as a, as a, someone who is like, Oh, like, why do you get to be Scottish? Cause people are like, Oh, Daniela, you said you were born in London and you grew up in Ghana. You only moved here and you've been here for what? Six or seven years now. How does that make you Scottish? I live here. I work here. I go to school here. I've made friends here. Yeah, my yeah. church is here. My family is here. Um, and I get to have both. I get to be both black and Scottish. I get to have Ghanaian heritage and be yeah. Scottish and care about issues, um, that affect Scotland and have an opinion. Um, and I think that Definitely. is something that we really need to share with young people and everyone in general. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The other day I was watching on the BBC Scotland, it was a documentary. It was Slavery and Statues. And the guy presenting it was Sir Jeff Palmer. Mm-hmm. And it just like got me thinking we've never, th- this movement has been really incredible because like even earlier this year in January, I, a documentary like that would never have appeared mm. on BBC Scotland Channel. And the conversation, the dialogue, it's, you're right, it's, it's so important for us to get it going because this is the start. Like, this is how we era- like slowly eradicate racism in a way. And I just thought, and I don't know, I um, it got me thinking as well, You when you were saying the statues, have you guys, what about the street names? Oh, those, Does that, that ever come included. up in conversation? Motion, Is that included as well? Says, the Scottish Youth Parliament calls for the removal of racist plaques, statues, street names that commemorate those who are complicit in or benefited from the slave trade. Street names okay. are in there. I'm coming for the ones in Glasgow. Yes, yes. Oh, the to go. ones, yes. Oh, to go. Mm-mm. Yes. I need to go. Yes. Um, and <laughs> yes, I, I've, I, 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 I'm, I'm so. I remember there were a few activists who, during lockdown, went round and renamed them, and I actually think yeah. that is a brilliant idea. Um, it, yeah. and I think there is people who are like, oh, but this is not democratic, and it can be done through consultation. Um, it can be, it can be a conversation that we have, but it can. The question cannot be. If the question is what do we replace them with let's have a conversation i'm happy to have the conversation I, i'm not ready to have the yeah. conversation of oh but why do we need to take them down no we're past we're that past conversation that. We're, we're past, past that. There, we're is, there are so many we're infographics done. articles videos have been made people have made points that work like you need to get on board now um yeah and like, that's past. I, I feel like we can't keep going it's back true. <laughs> very very true 
and yeah. we need to think of like what are the proper ways to represent this how does each city and each town take responsibility how do how do the local councils in each in each ward yeah. take responsibility to say what what are we doing about anti-racism what are we doing and that is regardless of whether or not there are black people in your constituency for example mm-hmm. in my constituency mm-hmm. of Angus South it's really a, I don't think we have a black community we don't oh, have yeah. in the rural community it's mostly a white population um there mm-hmm. are other people of color there but we don't i don't think the only when i my high school when i first moved there there was only one black boy when me and my sister moved there there were two of us and then our cousins came over from <laughs> ghana and then there were six of us that is i think the most wow, uh, wow. That, and that's even the people i know of because sometimes you're walking the corridor mm-hmm. and like oh my gosh it's a first year she's yeah, mixed you're like, i don't know oh, I don't, i've never met her i don't need so like it's really hard to foster a sense of like having a place i know that in dundee there's a yeah. strong nigerian community um and that's wonderful and great but in angus um it's really hard to find and even speaking to people like the diversity and quality um people who are in charge of that in angus i was like oh they were like no we don't think we have that here um in angus unfortunately we don't it's they t- people who moved black people who move move to cities generally they don't really tend to move to rural areas um yeah, yeah that's so true, it yeah. was like we don't have that there but even if we don't have black people here how can we still not be anti-racist there are still things that we're doing in the absence of black people that are racist yeah um, and so i yeah. think it's a conversation that like i was able to go to a local council meeting and make a deputation um, my local counselor, um, Ben Lowry, invited me to make a deputation on his motion um, about Black Lives Matter and about um, education and about having a conversation with that. And it was a pleasure um, to make the deputation and speak to so many people, um, counselors, about this issue and show how important it is and how young people have an opinion on it. And it should be yeah. counted. So, yeah. yeah, it should. Yeah. I think going back, I want to ask you, like going back to the. Um, what we were talking about pre- previously about how some people oppose like the motion for um like the removal of mm. statues and stuff like that do you sometimes feel a sense of being outnumbered and that people who don't come from a underrepresented background or who aren't black don't really grasp the, the true gravity of I... what you're trying to fight for that's not just a removal of statues it's eradicating racism like they don't see the full I picture. definitely feel that I definitely feel that there are people who I, I think there's an ideology that you know, the people who are maybe racist or keep on to this behavior are the old, conservative, you know, 89-year-old mm-hmm. people. Yeah. There are some young people with some very... Very, very views. views um, <laughs> who, who hold a certain political opinion because that's the political opinion they have yeah. in their family. And especially with the statues yeah. one, that came through clearly for me. I was like, oh, you're a white, privileged young man who feels he has the right to say anything that he wants to say and has this platform and you don't see the issue from my perspective. You don't see from my side. How can Mm -hmm. you be opposing a motion if you agree with the motion, but you just want to oppose it because of the wording and it doesn't say democratic. (laughs) How does that like, um, how is that, how is that valid? And we're meant to oppose these motions on behalf of like our constituents, like as MSYPs, we're not there to do it, um, for ourselves so like yeah. when people are, I, I think that that's something i i would really like to encourage like um, um, srp to start thinking about is how our msyps um how are we voting are we because before i come and vote on anything me and my fellow msyp we put our survey and we say these are the motions coming up how would you mm-hmm. like us to vote 
because ultimately mm-hmm. i think we need to think of ourselves i think mps and even anybody who's serving in politics there's a there's a sort of power thing where we like to think that we're in charge of people's lives no yeah, we are there to serve yeah. public servants <laughs> yes civil we, servants we, we volunteer serve to do this so we do what they want us to do not what we want to do um and sometimes you disagree yeah. and sometimes they disagree but at the end of the day it's about you're representing a group of people and so i'm like you as an MSYP opposing this motion and you should oppose this motion but um when you're encouraging other people to oppose it on what basis are you doing that um and I think people is like oh it's always good to have a bit of a debate there are some issues that are undebatable yeah there yeah there are some issues where it's like no we're not going to debate on this there is a right and a wrong thing to do Um, and maybe there are different ways about going about it but I think at the crux of it at the heart of it um that we have to agree and so the, in some cases i do feel outnumbered um and i definitely think that people yeah. are what i did um recently at the sitting was share my own experiences of racism i was giving 20 minutes um and oh, i just yeah. shared um online with all the msy people who were there about my experiences of racism and and what that has been like for me and i think it was an eye-opener for mm-hmm. loads of people um and even in terms really? of how we approach this of how i think so many people have yeah. been reaching out to me um not in a like in a um teach me or show me way but in a like i want to work with you i want yeah. to collaborate with you like i want the responsibility okay. should be on me um how do we evolve mm-hmm. and change that um and i think that one of the brilliant ways that organizations and things can people can be doing and schools is have an anti-racism action plan so i attend the royal conservatory yes. of scotland and, and i'm part of the mm-hmm. newly formed rcs black union and over the summer, Ooh. we collectively, a group of black students, um, brought this issue up. Um, we, when this whole George Floyd thing kicked up, we were asking our school, you know, how are you going to respond to this? How are you going to respond to this? Yeah. It led to a meeting that subsequently led to us having multiple meetings where we crafted and through our experiences and sharing what our, the issues that we've been through, we, we basically created an anti-racism action plan um that is now being implemented in our school that everybody has to follow and know about and contains things I like you know talking about how mm-hmm. what to do when if there's a race in this in- incident what to do what you shouldn't say to black students things about touching people's hair oh, yeah. things about pronouncing people's name oh, wrong. Yeah. Like, all of that is <laughs> yeah and it's not just about what not to do it's about what needs to be added where are the black playwrights I, where yeah. are the where, where is the where are the diverse teachers where are the black teachers where are the where the BME staff, yeah. we don't see them. They're not teaching us. Where's the BME content? How do you have a whole jazz section? And there is not, we don't, we don't focus, we don't talk about how this is black. Like this is jazz born out of the, the joy, yeah. the pain, the struggle of black people um, and challenging that. Yeah. And I think that like, it's uncomfortable, but I want us to get comfortable but in that uncomfortability. It needs yeah. to be done. And so yeah. there are certain cases where I feel a number, but if you can find a group of allies and they don't have to be black, if you can find a group of islands who can fundamentally understand that this is about being anti-racist, you can be yeah. any race to be anti-racist. Mm-hmm. You can belong to any race. Yeah, you, you don't just, have you, to be black. You can be anti-racist. Um, it's about putting in the work. <laughs> and so it's, it's finding a group of people who are like, right, we want to do the work. And not every and everybody has different tiers in this. There are people who just like, I just want to talk about my experiences and hopefully that helps you do something. There are people yeah. like, right, I'll actually put pen to paper and I'll negotiate this. People are like, oh yes, I'll plan events. And all those things help. So it's about finding where you fit in that system. Um, this a positive, yeah. a better system that isn't racist. Um, and that allows mm-hmm. you to like be like, oh no, we're going to actively combat it. Because I think that even if there weren't racist people, there would still be racism. Because it's a system based on yeah. discrimination. 
system, um, yeah. And so it's so important yeah. that we attack the system directly. And this system of racism, it, it's the best system that exists in the world. It is the longest lasting system. Carefully crafted. crafted. <laughs> it, works, it works for those who it works for. And it absolutely annihilates. It runs like clockwork. those who was meant to annihilate. <laughs> um, and so it's about oh, yeah. how we actively go against that and how we make sure that everybody has... Um, not just equality but equity i always talk about this there's a difference between yeah, equality and equity yes, between, because mm-hmm. there are people who do need more um i don't know if you've seen there's a brilliant yeah. graphic of someone who is like six foot tall and he can see everything perfectly yeah and there's someone who is like five foot picture. so he needs two boxes so we'll pop you up there and then the one who's yeah. six foot is like no you don't need anything you're good you can already see we're gonna yeah, give all these yeah. people the person who's only one foot who can stand up and now see and so that, that achieves equality Equality needs to be achieved yeah. through equity. And I think that we need to start equity, talking about yeah. how, I feel like in Scotland, there is such a lack of, I was talking to the recently about, to someone saying that in Scotland, down in, in, in America, they have, there is sort of a black yeah. leadership. There is, there, there, there is sort mm. of people who were there during the civil rights movement passed on. Yeah. And they have yeah. some form of yeah. like, there's, there's, there's an, they, they, they're talking about things like this past election about what's the black agenda? What are you going to do for black voters? There is, there's people, yeah. I don't feel we have mm-hmm. that in the UK and we, we definitely don't, don't have yeah. it in Scotland. There may be forms of it in England that are coming up, but in Scotland, it's really hard to like see that. Um, and so that's what we need to yeah. do. We need to be asking when election come around in Scotland. There's black people who make up that large number of a population. Mm-hmm. We need to say, even if it's one percent, those many numbers, those many people voting, we need to be like, right, we need to get everyone to vote and use their votes. And then we need to ask these political parties. Yeah. You know, it's not about being conservative or labor or being, being liberal. Yeah, it's about how are you going to benefit yeah. my family, my like my life, my yeah. education, my school, my job, my career, my children, my community. How are you going to defend them and make sure that things like this don't happen? Um, and okay, yeah. yeah, and for me, I think that one question we should ask in Scotland is like, what's happening with the Shakubayo case? Like, how, oh what's my goodness, with that? yes, can we? can we get some response can we get any response this happened like four or five years ago why why is it taking this long and it was only because it was only because of the george floyd protest that this we brought this up was, again like this because got the hype yeah this got the hype again that was only reason he said to me because we were in lockdown said to me that you know that when he went to the the protest in dundee it wasn't George Floyd he saw. It was Sheku Bayo's name that people were holding Bayo, up and, yeah. and, 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 and saying, this is our, our brother who went through this here in Scotland. Um, and nobody nobody speaks about it. it. People, the name is so, like, people have never even heard of it. Um, and so I think yeah. it's so important that, like, we, we, get, we get ministers and we get the government to, like, respond, like, what's, what's yeah. happening? You were, you were doing an inquiry. What does that inquiry say? What does it mean? Who were those officers? um how do we yeah. make sure that justice is served for his family served, um yeah. because i can't imagine what it's like i think at the end of the day we forget sometimes that these people like have families like they were here walking on the earth eating yeah. like they are eba and like they are pounded yam and we're like we're here with their family like they were they were they had a community and then suddenly they were gone and oh, lost yeah. with no explanation nothing yeah, no justice. And like, no, nobody and has I can't imagine what it's like for the families to keep hearing this person's name being used and nothing is being done. You know, and like, I think we, mm-hmm. we've been talking like what happened with Brianna Taylor and how she 
Yeah, her, she, name, her name is on used. the vanity shoes. Camera vanity up on billboards, and then he comes back and nothing. Nothing. Justice has not been done. Nothing. Um, and I think that that this, like we need to have those conversations about as everyday people need to start caring about this. If we, if local yeah. if people were going to their local councils and MPs and saying yeah 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 the road needs fixed but also um what's happening with Shekubayo yeah 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 the yeah, kids the traffic yeah. lights the traffic light down at the school is broken <laughs> but yeah what's happening yeah. with Shekubayo as well I just want to bring that up to you yeah like we need to be yes. that same energy we need yeah we need that same energy you care about your little everyday things we need that put into yeah. justice for Shekubayo justice for everyone who mm. hasn't got justice definitely, like definitely. who needs it definitely. Also, I want to ask you, um, do you sometimes find yourself, because you, you said that you felt outnumbered, do you find yourself having to hold back and over are having to tiptoe around to the fact, because recently I was reading a book called mm. White Fragility, and do you feel like the conversation regarding race is uncomfortable for oh. people who aren't black even when even when like we're supposedly young people are supposed to be like woke mm. as they say but I um think that among the young people who I've had I think I've reached so this has been happening since since June or the end of May into June and I have now mm-hmm. me and my sister we both now reached the level of like we don't care if it makes you uncomfortable we're going to oh, say what yeah. we need to say we can do that respectfully we can do that and i can be upset mm-hmm. and i can be angry but without reflecting that on you i can disagree with you without being disagreeable yeah. so i can mm-hmm. i can i can voice that i'm angry and upset at something that you've done or something that situation and still be able to leave and say you know what i, I acted respectfully the whole time i i was i was you know i was able to hold my own and still make my point without compromising and so for me it's about so, how yeah. you make your point and how you make because silence oh my god silence is the, it's is the, the biggest, biggest betrayal, betrayal. not saying anything and just let it because sometimes people do racist things and perpetrate racist ideas and don't even know that they've done it because a system and their yeah. privilege for years has allowed them to do it and not and has allowed to them do to do it, it without yeah. even considering it as a factor because for so long society has said that, be yes. colorblind be color brown race is not a factor okay. race is not a caster. it shouldn't matter it shouldn't matter and so now we're trying to say no we want to see the value in that and allow us to have an opinion mm-hmm. and so yes i have definitely some of these meetings i'm talking about i have been angry i have yelled but i've left there knowing that like that was all for purpose and people have understood people need to give start yeah. giving black people space to voice frustration and also understand that like yes, yes we'd be angry for so long the stereotypical for so long. angry black people or the angry black women but at, yes, at like, things that uh, have been done to us and mm. it's not just like big there's no big little racism or little racism but they're a little like i don't call them yeah. microaggressions i call them macroaggressions because they have a big effect there are little things that uh, incidents yes. that happen that build and build and build and build and by the time you even get to start breaking it down you're all the way back four years ago when someone told you for example for me when i was 12 someone looked at me and said if my mother had enough money she could buy soap and i could wash my skin and my skin wouldn't be dirty this was a 12 year old girl we were in s1 we had been in scotland for no more than six months and that sentence came out of the mouth of a 12 year old girl and now in my mind rather than just being hurt or feeling you know not beautiful or not worthy it's like who spoke mm-hmm. those words to you? Where did you hear that? Where is that to you? To me. So you could speak them to that's, me. That's, that's, that's <laughs> where my, I'm like, oh. 
And so you need to understand that black people are carrying, or people of color are carrying a lot of burden, a lot of trauma that hasn't been unpacked, which is why therapy is so important. Um, And I, over over this past few months, so many people have recommended therapy to me, and it's something that I'm looking to get into and finding um, a therapist, finding a black therapist, by the way, is the most difficult. (laughs) My mom is a counseling psychologist, so thank God I can talk to her. Um, oh. <laughs> my mom is training to be a counseling psychologist, and um, it is it's it's oh. it's also it's like talking to your mom here, but it's it's also different because you also want to have a professional. Yeah. Um, and she is becoming one, but she hasn't graduated yeah. yet, so we're waiting for her to get that because we love her for doing that. <laughs> but it's about you know how do you find yeah. systems of support because it's not just about asking black people to really give their trauma and ask them to help you make the racism plan and ask them help you to be under racist yeah. plan. How are we catering for? them how we making sure that their mental health their physical health their emotional health their financial health is good um because all these things yeah. because all the things our ancestors did colonization slavery they still have an effect today they have set black people 100%, back and we need to 100%. acknowledge that and see it and call it for but, what it is yeah. and then say how do we take responsibility for it um so yeah i'm sorry mm-hmm. i keep going off on very big tangents no 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 it's fine i love this I'm, I'm loving this conversation my next like kind of question i want to ask you is that do you feel like you'll remain in politics because i know by like trade <laughs> you're you. an artiste you go to the conservatoire and um, but do you think politics will remain like yes, part i am of a training life? artist i do be a musical theater at the west conservatoire of scotland and that involves singing acting dancing um yeah. For now, that is a politics is something I'm doing on the side, and MSYP is a voluntary role. It's a okay. side hustle. Side hustle. I think that the arts is also a very powerful form of activism. I've seen a lot of actors like yeah. John Boyega, um, and Michael B. Jordan, and Viola Thank Davis you. using his use voice. Their to yes. do something that is so incredible, and so I don't have to separate them. I think for so long, as young people were told. You can't be an actor and you can only be one You thing. can only be That's one thing. Yes. Person. Like I could be singing, acting and dancing. I could be TV, film. I could be writing. I could be directing. Like there's so many other jobs yeah. within that. And so definitely in the future, it's somewhere there. I don't know about MP. I don't know about prime minister. I don't know about first <laughs> minister. It's definitely been mentioned to me. People have been like Daniela for first minister or Daniela for, for MP. I'm 100%. like, oh, thank you so I much. Know. That's one down. A few more to go. Um, <laughs> me i think that we need to start seeing this is what i always say and this is what i've come to realize everyday people need to be politicians politicians are not the ivy league people yes. who went to eton or who went to oxford or who went to cambridge i generally don't understand and these people only represent like one percent of society that's not them like hi. that's not them the politicians hi. can be an mp a mechanic can be an MP. Yeah. An artist can be an MP. It's yeah. all about representing people in your constituency. Mm-hmm. Working Thank day you. people yeah. can be MPs. We need to normalize that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, it's not, oh, I mm-hmm. did forex trading in the, uh, and I'm now moving into coming up in the manipulating laws <laughs> so that I can make money. Seriously, if I was prime minister, the first thing, I'm cutting everybody's salary in half. That money is going to go into the next budget. Let's see how yeah. we can fix problems. This is not a, mm-hmm. like MP ship mm-hmm. and and politics has become a money making business. If you hear some of the it some has. of the lobbies, some like of the lobbies, yeah. like, what they give how much to who and they took so who to dinner mm-hmm. where? <laughs> <laughs> when you should be back in constituency <laughs> to speak to people. How are you? Okay. Like, so for me, mm-hmm. I think politics.
politics is definitely somewhat in my future. I don't know what it looks like, but for now I'm focusing on the arts. And even if I'm in the arts still, there is a form of activism there. Um, standing up for that because there's yeah. like the racism in the arts of all places is ridiculous. They are racist <laughs> musicals. They are racist plays. There are people who in, who are actors and directors who are perpetuating racist ideas, racist behavior. You know, like and there's underrepresentation. Like when we think of people think of racism in the arts, they're like, oh, maybe there's not enough black actors. Yeah. No, there's not a lighting designer who knows how to no. light my face. There's not a makeup artist. There's not a person who can do hmm. my hair. If I show up to my hair without my afro. Yeah. How do you know what? How are you going to style it to look like a 1940s if we're in the Victorian play? Mm. How like you wouldn't even know where to begin? Mm. How are you? How it's are all, you? Yeah, the new behind, the, behind, the, yeah. behind the scenes people they get a lot of uh, ease. People people cut them a lot of slack because it's like as if once you see the actor there, then it's okay. What about all the people behind the scene on camera crew on set? All of them. What are they? What, how can mm-hmm. they be anti-racist? Why is that? If I am doing a show, I have to make sure that my hair is corrobrated. I bring my own kepi pins. I bring my own hair bonnet. I bring my own wig. When all my all, all my other campers just have to show up, they'll do their hair for them, and on the stage they go. Why is that black people are required to do mm-hmm. more work to be included in things like this? And so for me, there is an activism in the art that exists, um, and I hope that in whatever capacity yeah. I'm in there as an artist, I'm able to reflect um, and. Um, still speak up and use my voice and show that there is need for diversity um yeah. and there are so many like, stories that i want to tell um but i love i i love what i'm doing and it's my passion and i can still do both and it's great on a last okay. very candid note do you feel like there's hope for Scotland or even the world of the notion of accepting racial equality? Do you feel like that's something that could be achieved in our lifetime? In our lifetime? Oh, wow, that's a big question. I think <laughs> we are, what we're doing now is we are consciously pursuing it. I think for the, for the, for, for the last few years, mm. it has been, there have been surges of it and then it goes into passivity. Or what we've been doing is like, yeah. oh, yes, black yeah. people are, are free from slavery. So yes, no, we don't have any problem now. Oh, oh, we forgot to give you the right to vote. Oh, well, yeah. well, well, here you go. Oh, 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 there's still Jim Crow laws and segregation yeah. and discrimination. And we're like, now it's like, no, we don't want this stop and go, this lukewarm, you're hot or you're cold. You, you This, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be, uh, this, I'm not a racist. It's not going to work. You need to be an anti-racist or you're on the other side. Yeah. Um, and for me, I think mm-hmm. now we're actively pursuing it. Now we're talking about, no, we don't just want word of mouth. We want policy. We want laws. We want you to make, we want, yes. we want it to be Affirmative seen. We want, to, we, want to, we want to hear you talk about it. We want to use, we want to start seeing it. And why can't yeah. we see it and calling it out and knowing that we won't be blacklisted for it or we won't be, you know, it's, 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 it's weird yes. that um, it's now mm-hmm. become the woke thing. It's like, it's like if you're on board or oh, you're woke. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that there is some intentional, yeah. like there needs to be some intentional, um, action taken and I'm starting to see that um, and I definitely believe that it's something like I, I know that I'm not sure if it's something my kids won't experience but I know that they are, there will be enough yeah. that if it does happen enough people will say it what people will not say like for example if somebody puts their hand in my daughter's hair nobody's going to ask her oh why is that wrong there are going to be a few people who are going to be like no you shouldn't do that mm. it's not like this is why I'm hoping that that's where we're at by the time yeah. they're there I'm hoping that by the time we're there, we can call racist mm-hmm. actions out and say, that's racist. You're still doing it because what they are. this thing has mm-hmm. been here for years and it's going to be hard to dismantle. But we're going to point it out every single yeah. time we see it. 
until we get people correcting it and mm-hmm. and i just i, I hope i really yeah. believe that scotland can be transformed um and that we can transform it together and so there is hope there is work to be done the work is not easy it's every single day but if we do it together and we yeah. do it with a goal in mind then definitely there is a chance of success uh, yeah. and a possibility for racist systems to be dismantled um it's just not an impossible goal it's not a radical idea um it's just something that we have to strive for so yeah yeah Daniela, thank you so much for joining me today. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please, please subscribe, subscribe or rate, and review. review. Subscribe, please. Yes, please subscribe, please. please. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. And if you want to leave some suggestions of things you want to hear us talk about in the future, please do. And don't forget to join me next week where I'll be discussing another topic. But bye my for pleasure, now. My pleasure. Thank You're you, Daniela. Um, and see you guys later. <laughs>